Good morning, Center Point. Welcome back to our daily devotions as we shelter in place. We've been looking at the book of Philippians together. Last time we saw Paul sharing his secret that he had learned about contentment, that he could face all circumstances through God who strengthened him. He talked about that in the context of thanking the Philippians for a gift they had sent. It was probably a gift of money. Roman prisons were different than our prisons today where you get meals provided in prison. A Roman prisoner was dependent on his family members and friends to supply his needs. And so the money the Philippians sent was much needed. But that's not what Paul focuses on. Look at chapter 4, verse 10. I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. And then jump down to verse 14. Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Paul talks about how the Philippians have financially supported his ministry from their very beginning encounter with the gospel. And he is thankful for that. And he talks later in the letter about how that generosity is pleasing to God. But that's not what he focuses on here. He uses a phrase, the matter of giving and receiving. Now that sounds like a business phrase, a financial phrase, and it is used that way in the Greek. But this goes beyond a thank you to a donor of a ministry. The phrase is used in a different way. In the Greco-Roman world, the phrase, the matter of giving and receiving, was a way of describing the deepest form of friendship. Maybe like today, if you say we're best buddies, or best friends forever, or we are really close. Paul is describing the kind of friendship where there is reciprocity and mutuality, where there is transparency and honesty and joy in helping each other, where it's not embarrassing to need help, where it's not presumptuous to offer help, and where that giving and receiving goes both ways and gives joy to both parties because of the wonderful thing that is experienced in their lives because of that friendship. Paul has referred to that relationship that he has with the Philippians earlier on in the letter. He tells them right away at the beginning that he is thankful and thanks God every time he remembers them. He's thankful for their partnership. He longs to see them. He calls them his crown 
and joy. And here, in these verses, he rejoices not just in the financial assistance, although he's grateful for that. He rejoices that at last they have renewed their concern for him. And he's quick to add he knows that it's not that they were not concerned, but at last they have opportunity to show that concern, to act on that concern. That got me thinking about our situation. During this time of sheltering in place, I have had some experiences where friends and I have renewed our concern for each other. We have experienced that deep friendship, that matter of giving and receiving, that had always been there, but we had not had the opportunity to express it, or we had not recently taken the opportunity to express it. During this time of sheltering in place, I've had the joy of having some long conversations with people in the Centerpoint family who normally I just wave at across the courtyard. I've also had the joy of having an extended Zoom conversation with my extended family from all across California. We could have done that anytime. We just didn't take the opportunity. But now that we have taken the opportunity, we've experienced that joy together. Recently, I spoke with a college friend whom I had not been in communication with for 40 years. Do not do the math on that. We picked up right where we had left off all those years ago. That concern for one another was still there. That deep friendship for one another is still there. And as we renewed our concern for one another, it gave us joy. Perhaps that is something you have been experiencing as you shelter in place. Or perhaps it's something you might consider taking action on right now. Think about who comes to your mind when you think about that matter of giving and receiving, those relationships in your life where you have deep appreciation and love and care deeply for one another in friendship. Perhaps it's someone that you see regularly Perhaps it's someone you have not thought of for years. Pray about that. See if God brings someone to your mind. And then take action. Reach out to them. Tell them, if they're already in your life, tell them how much they bring you joy. And if it's someone who you want to renew an opportunity to show your concern, reach out to them. Everybody's doing that. It's not awkward. Take those moments, take those experiences, and experience that joy of the gifts that God has given you through one another and rejoice in that. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we ask that you would help us be like Paul, able to express our joy in what we experience with one another. 
And I pray that you will bring to our mind people to thank, people to reach out to. We pray that this time where we are sheltering in place would be an opportunity to, to bask in that joy that you have given to us at various points in our lives. And we pray that it would be the opportunity to go deeper in this matter of giving and receiving than we have done so far. We ask these things in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen.